Welcome to the 67th episode of the Free Pizza Podcast. Today's guest is Anna Sullivan, the founder of the Creative Exchange. Enjoy. Free Pizza, your platform for creatives, and today we have the Anna Sullivan in here. What's up? What's up? She just came from teaching a class, so I'm not really going <laughs> to give her a crap about not bringing us any treats. Oh, man. Um, but it's all good. <laughs> I was expecting pizza, so. Yeah, wow. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that on this podcast. You know good and well, we're, we're working on it. But, but <laughs> nah. Gonna, I got you the <laughs> <laughs> But nah, like I said, she's the founder of the Creative Exchange, an amazing creative agency um, out of Raleigh and Brooklyn. She just moved to Brooklyn. We'll yeah. talk about all that a little bit. But yeah, how are you? How was life? I'm good. How was that class? I feel like when people ask how things are, everybody says good. But, like, for being honest, I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I don't get any sleep. I'm busy all the time. I travel all the time. It can get kind of crazy. But, just, Absolutely. I mean, life is great. But yeah, but it's all worth Physically it. exhausting. <laughs> you're working towards that goal, which you're getting yeah. from what I'm seeing on the interweb. So, that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, cool. Yeah, the workshop was good. Always, anything I teach or do anything is always social media based. So, like, just talked about paid ads and analytics for two hours. Yeah, my goodness. <laughs> That's my life on Monday nights. So, yeah, tell us what you, as a good segue, tell us what you do now. We'll kind of go back in time and kind of, yeah. you know, work our way to how you got to where you are. So Yeah, so right now, um, I guess official titles, founder of the Creative Exchange, founded this company three years ago, mm-hmm. and we are a content studio and social media agency. So basically any social media content or visuals, we create all that and produce that in-house. Mm-hmm. And we manage social media accounts um, for different brands, mainly in the consumer packaged goods space, really within the food and beverage Space. like we're kind of killing it there yep. um and that's where we found our like focus and niche the last three years absolutely cool so before we get too much into that i want to kind of go back to where this all started so let's talk about that where did where did this uh this idea or whatever creativity start for you because you always do photography you do some parts of some design right i've done everything yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah <laughs> um so i'm one of those people that like I don't think my parents pushed me to this, but just well-rounded. So I yeah. like very interested in a lot of different things and I wanted to do it all. Didn't really become that person that was like the soccer star or the amazing artist. But like I had my hand in a lot of things and like I was decently good at all of them. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't the worst. I wasn't the best, but like I was floating in between. Um, so that's kind of like my background. And um in greensboro like where everything seems to start here <laughs> yeah so um, true <laughs> <laughs> like it's a good place yeah um so in college i like kind of came across i actually went to school for fashion okay um realized quickly that wasn't my thing okay. um still interested in it but just not where i wanted to go with a career and i started working for a company in greensboro called sisters um on tate street oh, yeah, it's a jewelry yeah. Yeah. Them. yeah jewelry store um and clothing store and when i was there um that was like where i lived like i'd rather go there than go to class i felt like i was getting a lot of in-person like real life experience and just going to class and learning something mm-hmm. well i'm that volunteer girl so <laughs> they were like hey the internet is here well, it's been yes. um but small businesses it's now time for you to get on social media and have a website and sell on it because Absolutely. like i mean this is not that many years ago, but still like small businesses weren't investing in social media and stuff. So Mm -hmm. um, I was like, I'll do it. I'll figure it out and do this. Um, (laughs) So actually, so funny. I applied to work there like two years before I actually got a job there. Yeah. 
she the owner went into uncg saw a billboard not a billboard <laughs> that'd have been dope um what are those like bulletin boards bulletin boards i designed yeah. a bulletin board in there she saw it and she was like that name sounds familiar went and found my resume that i applied with years before hired me to do graphic design are you serious yeah no way insane and um so got hired that way ended up doing like all the graphic design for them and i have no formal background other than yearbook in yeah. high school to do that <laughs> and then i evolved to be a buyer because i was interested in that i evolved to do all their social media and built their website all teaching myself at night at this job um because i'm just that person that wants to learn and and try new things and like getting paid to test and learn things like what's better than that yes a dream yeah, yeah. so it was a really good gig um Gotta like really start an Instagram account for them. Learn how to do it. They're they're killing it on Instagram right now. Absolutely, um, yeah. with whoever's taking over their stuff because it's been some years now. But just gotta literally learn everything about Instagram. Take pictures, post it, see what people liked and what they didn't. Yeah. Um. Gotta dabble and do my graphic design and was a buyer and so what I was going to school for was to be a buyer and I was already getting to do that and more at my job while wow. I was getting paid and. I'm that person, like, I want to be involved in every school club. I want to, like, get good grades. But, mm -hmm. like, again, A's, B's, not worried about, like, the hundreds because, yeah. you know, we're going to coast. We're going to coast a little bit. And yeah. then, like, get, I'm getting paid to learn all this stuff. Um, it really just evolved to I, – I started a blog with one of my the girls that worked there, and we're still, like, really good friends to this day. Mm -hmm. We, like, after work, we would blog and do social media for ourselves and personal branding and stuff. Mm -hmm. And that evolved into me teaching personal branding web – like, not websites, um, classes at UNCG so you were teaching to other students. No way. Because they weren't teaching that in school. Right. And this was after you graduated? No. Just during. I was there. What? I was in school. That's crazy. I'm just like, so <laughs> backing up, there was this one class I had with Trish Kimberly. Okay. Shout out to her. She's amazing. Heck yeah. One of my favorite teachers. Um, she had some woman come in and was like, if you don't own your website with your name on it, like you don't own yourself, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I was like, true. oh my gosh, like <laughs> that is so true. I don't, I'm not in control of my life. Absolutely. When bought my domain name on GoDaddy that night. <laughs> And that that's where I evolved to starting a blog and teaching classes. Cause I'm like, I had I luckily had this woman come in and tell us this. Like, I need to tell everyone about this. Like, you need to be doing this. I I got I get so sidetracked in in school and what I do. But that also ended up me teaching classes for free to other students okay. at night okay. in like random computer labs. Um, getting paid to read to people's resumes and stuff because oh, i did graphic design and like yeah. helping them do personal branding and then that evolved into personal branding on social media from there That's so crazy. like i'm a very much a hustler i've always had like two or three jobs at a time like yeah. getting paid side hustle having a real job going to school like doing it all no sleep haven't slept since who knows when wow. um so got super involved in like Everyone knows me as social media. I made that very clear, like, mm -hmm. since junior year of college. I'm like, I do social media, and you're going to tell people that, and, like, that's what I'm going to be known for. Heck, yeah. Um, so, really rode with that in college, figured out the name, the Creative Exchange. Um, not totally sold on it. Like, okay. I'm not a naming type of person, yeah. you know, but I came up with that name and a logo in college, and then after, as soon as I graduated, I was like, okay, time to do this now. Um, so backed up and realized like i need some agency experience if i'm gonna run an agency, <laughs> an agency yeah. so i had some freelance clients that i built up in college like also while i was at sisters i just picked up other clients um in greensboro and again getting paid while learning mm -hmm. um and 
then started the company with those freelance clients I had, took a job at an agency and stayed there and learned a lot for a year and a half. And when I finally felt like I had enough money coming in from this, um, I quit and ran this full time. And then it eventually came to where I now have employees. So that is insane. It feels like a long, that seems like a long journey. This has all happened within six ish years. I was like, you didn't graduate that long ago. I graduated in 2014. That's when I graduated. Yeah. That is so crazy. Then so much in six years, you know? But I also feel like I'm so behind and like, yeah. I'm not on 30 under 30 yet, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. there's so much towards, to do, but yeah. it's, it's been a long, crazy journey, but. Like, just like the social media world, like, stuff changes on a daily basis. And I'm just trying to keep up right now. Absolutely. <laughs> were you, I mean, obviously a lot of experience doing that while you were in school, teaching classes and all that kind of stuff. But were you super nervous about kind of diving into doing that, um, I guess, freelance? Um, what drawbacks did you kind of Yeah, have? so I kind of will put myself out there and I'm a fake it till you make it person. Yeah. So, like, I would, again, tell everyone I do social media. And I know, like, I'm not good at school. I'm not good if you give me this assignment to do it i know it's a fake assignment and it's just for a stupid grade Mm -hmm. but if there's money involved i convince people to pay me i'm like i gotta figure this out and i'm getting paid to figure it out i'm gonna go ahead and tell you i know how to do it even if i have no clue if i have no clue i'll spend my entire extra time learning to do it And if i can't do it i'm like i know i have to pay someone else to do this absolutely so that's what i've always done and um Thinking I knew everything back then as well. And like, still like now there's, I know there's so much I don't know, but I'm like, I didn't know what the hell I was doing then. Right. Like compared to what I know now. Um, So I just kind of rode that wave and took on projects like, because other people didn't know what it was either. No one knew what, no one understands social media, especially these business owners. And I could convince them to pay me a small amount of money every month to do it for them. So I'm getting paid to learn it and do it for a company and yeah. do my portfolio like it was a it was kind of a dream other than this is like a full-time job on top of i was still in school that <laughs> so, is so crazy and yeah. obviously you got a job at an agency that you mentioned before yep. how was that experience yeah so actually right after college i did the whole freelance thing and then took a like full-time it was only for a month which right. seemed much longer than that. right took a full-time job at a startup here Startup like didn't pan out, That's so crazy. I lost that. Got headhunted by a small agency here because it, I even have a hard time hiring talent in North Carolina for social mm, media. Yeah. So like I had social media all over my stuff. They needed a social media person to fill in while this woman went on maternity leave. So they found my LinkedIn. I wasn't even. I just happened to be looking for a job. Took that job. Learned from them. And then since I had agency experience. Because no agency wants to hire someone without agency That's experience. experience. Yeah, I got again. My boss at my previous agency was a girl I went to college with, and she knew I did social media because I pounded that in everyone's head. Absolutely. So I Absolutely. took that job, learned so much, like all the lingo that I didn't learn in college because I didn't take marketing classes in college. Right. Um, and then yeah. That's why. So a lot there. of this is coming out of kind of self teaching. Yeah. Outside of the school. And that's like, that's super cool. It's like, you know, you went to school for whatever. And then like, you're out here like, nah, I'm teaching myself all this stuff, you know, you know, in uh, addition to what you learn in school. So that's, that's really impressive. I think it's my personality because again, I'm not much of a school person. Like, I know this is a fake assignment. I know this is just for a stupid letter grade. (laughs) Yeah. And I think people, and I'm like a big Gary V person right now. Yeah. Um, He's always like, if you don't think school's going to benefit you and you can do more like saving that money or investing in a different way, do it. I'm like, I wish I heard that before I went to school because I'm like, 
my parents were like, no, you're getting a four-year degree. I don't care what you do after that. But mm-hmm. like, this is what we're, this is what we do, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, so I did that, but I'm just like, school doesn't motivate me. Like I have to be self-motivated. Right. And that's just, right. that's just who I am. So like, I got my degree and passed by without studying or anything. Cause I'm not a studier. Like <laughs> I just have, I have to be self-motivated. Like, and I, I have, I've learned, and I've been telling people this recently, I've learned I have an obsessive personality. So when I like something, I really like it and focus on it. So when I had my blog, I didn't do anything but blog and right. try to get better at that and try to get better at taking photos and stuff. Right. Um, like if I like a food, I want that food and I'll eat it for months. Like I, wow. I had this piece of toast right when I moved to New York a few months ago. Oh my God. I don't cook. I make that toast every day. You made and the same toast I even toast don't every want day. to eat anything else because I'm like, I'm craving that toast. But in a couple months, I'll switch and it'll be something else. But right now, I'm obsessed with my career. And I literally, like, I'm that girl on her computer till 3 a.m., go to sleep, wake up, work again. Like, that is I awesome. hardly go out. I hardly do anything unless I'm just like, I've realized I'm exhausted. I need sleep and catch up. But, like, I get very obsessed with the things I do. And I'm also eventually. obsessed with tattoos right now. Absolutely. I haven't had tattoos until I turned 26. And then you just got, like, I turned this 26 went crazy. a couple months ago. And now I have a lot of tattoos. Now you're covered. <laughs> Not covered, but still. <laughs> Not yet. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you stoned yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. But I want to go back a little bit because I want to talk about, like, what what were you blogging when you first started? You mentioned you did, you know, yeah. you photographed, was it foods and all that. Were you doing that back in the day, too? Or was it different? So when I started the blog, I was working at a store and I was in school for fashion. Okay. So I got a fashion blog, uh, like obviously. most people. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, so did the whole fashion blog thing. That definitely got me a little bit more comfortable on camera because I'm never that person's like loving, love being in front of the camera. Yeah. Um, and so me and the other girl working at Sisters, Alex Thompson, okay. um, we started our blogs together. We would like wake up before class at like 7 a.m. to go take photos. And then I would go to class. I'm like, I feel like I'm living this amazing life right now. In Greensboro, North <laughs> yeah, Carolina. Doing it, yeah. Blogging and stuff and building, learning how to build a blog on a website. We, we used Word, WordPress then. Um, okay, I was going to ask you. Yeah, before Squarespace was yeah, around. Yeah. Um, so learn how to do all that. I get obsessed. I got obsessed with blogging. So then started a craft, a second blog, a craft blog. <laughs> Just, okay. I'll, I'll, I'm going to give you some gold right now. <laughs> My blog name was called Flawlessly Flawed. Oh, no. People in Greensboro sometimes still yell that at me if they see me on the street. They're like, Flawlessly Flawed. Flawlessly I'm like, Flawed. Ah. <laughs> That's amazing. The, the craft blog was called Cheat to Chic. Because I would go to Goodwill and buy stuff and redo it. Um, realized I, I just like kind of burnt out on the blogging. I was like, why did I think I could handle two blogs? I can't even handle one. Quit the craft one. Um, eventually, as like I was kind of moving out of the fashion sector, um, the fashion blog became a business blog and I only talked about personal branding and resumes and stuff like that and then turned into social media tips and that's when it then became a new site and it's now business (laughs) so uh it's it's literally evolved like since that was probably 2013 yeah so it seems like so much longer period of time but it's only a few years that's great but you've been I mean you're pounding though I mean you're just that's amazing that's awesome to hear you know yeah um but I want to go to the Creative, back to Creative Exchange. Um, so, how did you go about building that team? Actually, how did you with? I mean, there's a bunch of creative agencies out there. Yeah. So, obviously, that that discouraged you at all. Like, how did you feel? You know, when you were trying to make it like a thing. Yeah, I think um, always like I didn't even realize this. My mom realized this um, when I told her like I want to start my own company and 
the first thing parents think of like insecurity of job insecurity absolutely like, you're bringing in your own money there's no health insurance unless mm-hmm. i pay for it myself you know Blah. um but she was like but you know i knew you're always going to end up doing something like this because yeah. you've always had that in you i was like what do you mean she was like Anna, you i used to flip school supplies in my desk in second grade i would go to the school supply store then resell it out of my desk so you were i had hustling. several jewelry companies growing up oh dots by anna Oh, my um, goodness. I sold feather earrings freshman year of college because my parents didn't let me in my car to get a job. Like, oh, I had a water stand because my mom wouldn't buy me lemonade mix. I had Wait, a water. I sold water so sold on my front water porch. water to kids. Well, adults. the adults. <laughs> the adults came. And they. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no kid wanted water. I got a 25 second of water. No, I remember my neighbor. I was charging like 10 cents. My neighbor, he was probably about 25 or 26 at the time, came over. And, like, he was a hot neighbor, you know, like, the older guy. Yeah. Um, he gave me a dollar and told me to keep the change. I was like, nice. I made it. I'm, I have the best business right now. Absolutely. Because I'm selling water from the faucet and just made, like, ten times what I'm charging. Oh, you know? my God. So I was like, wow, like, Mom, you're right. Like, yeah, you always had it in you. I didn't even know this. Why did I go to school for fashion? Yeah, Mom, <laughs> you know? why didn't you stop me, you know? Yeah, so... The Free Pizza Podcast is sponsored by Zipster, specializing in custom websites and local design. You don't have to lift a finger to look cool online. Visit Zipster.com and see what they can do for you. I knew it was coming, and honestly, like, I have a lot of ideas on ways things should go. Yeah. So I always knew, like, I don't think I can last working for some some other boss. You yeah. know, like, I yeah. don't have that personality. I, I have, like, a, not confrontational, but, like, if you tell me something, I'm going to push back on it. Yeah, you're aggressive. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Um, not bad at all. Yeah, so I always knew that was going to um, happen. And then starting the company, even though there's so much competition, for and still to this day, like, because, I mean, obviously, like, I started it in Raleigh. I assessed the competition in Raleigh and understood who they were. But I'm like, people are still not doing what I'm doing. Absolutely. Like, and yes. even now, moving to New York, People are flocking to us. I don't know if it's the SEO from putting Brooklyn on the website. Yeah, that's crazy. But I'm like, people even here are not doing what we're doing. I've even made set meetings with other companies I really like, but they all focus on the branding aspect and add on social media, or Mm -hmm. they're a PR agency and add it on, Mm -hmm. or they do full full digital service. Yeah. I started this only doing social media because obviously that's what I'm good at, and I know how to train people on and how to build Mm -hmm. and how to manage and cost effectively at scale because it can be a lot of hours and manpower. Um, and I was like, I don't want to be full service. Like if you're full service, most of the time they're getting hired for several things and then everything else is add on just because they can. Right. Um, they're not actually really good at all of those different things. So everybody that I feel is a competitor that I love their work and stuff is, um, either a content agency or they're doing full branding and visuals and graphics. Gotcha. That's we, we do that and we do all the visuals and content in house, but like people doing social media management, like we're doing, it's not out there. Right. The only struggle we've had is like getting understanding cost because okay. I started not understanding how much to charge because I'm like starting this company and I had a full time <laughs> job. It's all extra money. I was happy to get whatever. Absolutely. So I'm like, this is literally extra on top of what I'm, my salary I'm making. So I learned a lot of, like over the years about like how to charge and what that looks like and still like now moving to New York, understanding how much people want to charge there and having talent that I hire there. They're obviously more expensive than North Carolina. So mm-hmm. that's something we still like I still personally struggle with a little bit is the pricing aspect, but competition to what we're doing and like the creative eye we have and the content we're capturing, 
um, and how much we how much soul I have for bootstrapping and like making something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. We don't have competition. Right. You're like the woman yeah. only in your eyes. I mean, that's just true. The way you describe it is like, I don't know anyone else doing that. Yeah. And you know, I honestly, like, I know every agency out there. I've found them. I've done research on them and I can compare us and give you some examples of people I'll look up to or they're doing something similar in a different area. But for us now, because we're redoing our website right now, but we're totally shifting to focus on CPG brands, so consumer packaged goods mm-hmm. in the food and beverage space. And what we're doing, like, there's literally no one doing that. Right. Unless it's an individual. So, why food and beverage? You know, when I started, I wanted to work with clothing brands and jewelry companies and shoe brands because mm-hmm. that's what I'm into personally. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, especially starting in North Carolina, it was easier for us and we got more yeses from restaurants yeah um and then that kind of evolved into working with packaged brands that sell like walmart like food brands Mm -hmm. i love food it's fun to photograph there's so many cool options for it they sell in store and people can easily post about it and i get that satisfaction of like seeing people post your brand and share on social media yeah um and the scale of money is just there yeah because they we have this one brand like I might have to charge one restaurant the same amount as like one brand that sells in like ten thousand stores. Oh wow, yeah. Because it's going to be the same amount of work, then a little bit more because they're getting more feedback on social media. Mm-hmm. But it's going to make more sense, cost like it's more cost effective for a larger brand. Right. And the success we've seen as far as ads and wanting to understand where we fit in the world of other agencies and stuff like it just makes the most sense and it's really fun for us like i love taking pictures of food because Mm -hmm. you can get weird you can get real weird (laughs) but y'all do it so well like i've I've been seeing it i've been following you you and you know you know exchange for a little bit now and y'all make it look so cool and like you know obviously you promise you pretty much want advertisements for them you know, when you're posting it on your sites and stuff. So I usually want to go out and get whatever juices or whatever y'all, <laughs> whatever y'all are taking photos of. And that's really awesome. But in Raleigh, mm-hmm. before I want to talk about New York stuff in a little bit, but how was it in Raleigh? Like, how was uh, kind of the process there and finding the team and all that? Yeah. So coming from Greensboro, I lived here for a long time. I knew everyone from college other than the ones that moved away. Mm-hmm. It felt like home here. I got really involved in the community. Yeah. Raleigh was the bigger city, obviously. Mm-hmm. There seemed to be more opportunity. So I was like, you know, I'm going to do this. It's still only an hour from Greensboro. And I, I gave Greensboro, I lived here for five years. Like yeah. I gave it a shot. Yeah. So before I moved there, I made some friends and like that really helped get it started. I actually had a co-founder um, for a while, which helped me get it started. And it was a guy I met at a networking event in Raleigh. Okay. And he was like probably one of my only friends in Raleigh for a long time, other than people that moved there from college. Mm-hmm. So I think I just got so focused on making the, making the business. I didn't in networking with people for yeah. business reasons. I yeah. didn't really make a lot of friends there. I didn't really get involved in anything else going on. Um, I really just like, sat at my computer, would be seen at coffee shops, so met the people that frequented the coffee shops, mm-hmm. um, and the owners of all the coffee shops and stores, because I'm a, I'm a talker. Yeah. Like, not not all the time, but if I go into a store and I know, like, that's the owner in there, I'm going to chat them up, because, like, I have a background in buying and retail, and, like, I love, like, really cool stores with, like, heart, basically, and that's, that's kind of where our start was as well. Like, I don't want to work with a company that is only here to make money like i want you to be passionate about it and mm-hmm. we can bring that equal passion to social media and help you advertise that so you yes. can be successful i like that um so it's kind of like 
real deep background of like creative exchange was like i want to help these small businesses like be something bigger mm-hmm. and it it has been hard to continue to working with small businesses because the money's not there but right. we have like a special program where we cut costs and basically oh, work wow. with small businesses at cost because that's where my heart is and where this started from right um so that's kind of where we got our start in raleigh like our first client in raleigh was an unpaid client i reached i saw this really cool juice brand and i was like i'm i just moved here uh, we need clients so I can represent that we do. Com- we work with companies in this space, which is the food and beverage space, and within Raleigh. And so I approached them and did stuff for free for them for like six months. Oh wow! And we picked up. They told everybody about us. So we picked up clients from that. Still, most of our business is referrals from us, even people still in Greensboro that I met in college have now just become clients. It takes years to build those relationships, but once they're there, and especially you get clients that love you, they're forever. It, it works. So it did start with doing some free work um, in the beginning. And like, and when you do free work, you kind of have free range because like if you take on a client, you might not be doing exactly what you want to do. Like those aren't the pictures you wanted to take. You have more creative ideas. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we just took on people and we're like, we kind of have free range because it's it's free. They're just giving us product and like able to put a name on our website that we work for them. Absolutely. So everything really like kind of started from there. But um, at this point, I don't know, like I I started it in Raleigh and I was physically there, but I never really got into the market. Most of our clients are in Greensboro, DC or New York now. That's so it's insane. Broad. That's so that's so random, you know. That's cool though. It's where I've planted myself. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Like I remember looking at your social media or your Instagram or something. I'm like, she's never here. Like, is she is she even <laughs> live in North Carolina? Which is badass because you're either hustling. It makes sense talking to you now. Yeah. Um, but how did you feel when you got that first, I guess, paying client? How was that? It was good. Um, to, I'm trying to think who the first paying client was because, like, the freelance stuff, I mean, that was freelance, not under the Creative Exchange name, and um, it all went to my bills, like, mm-hmm. paper rent and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But, I, okay, I know I remember who the first paying client was because I wasn't ready for it. Um, I, ca- I did some cold outreach, um, did a small social media strategy for um, a small retail store in Durham, and I went to go pick up the check. It was like a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, know, like, but still. I was like, it's great. She wrote the creative exchange on the check. I hadn't got a business bank account yet. And I didn't oh, realize I couldn't no. cash that. And so I like went back to her. I'm like, oh, like we're changing banks. We haven't set this. Like we haven't got it set up. Can you quick just make a, a new check with Anna Sullivan Anna on Sullivan, it? Yeah. Um, and then I realized like, oh, like state of employees does not even do bank or business banking. So I had to go get a Wells Fargo account. Like I quickly learned and like understood like what I could get. So that was a little bit of a learning curve, but I remember wow. that was, that was our first like check under the creative exchange and not just me. Right. Yeah. The things you learned. That's was so, crazy. I was so embarrassed because the bank was like a mile from there and I, I, I I went and went straight to the bank to cash that check. I'm like, yes, it's great. You're like, yes. Um, and then I was so nervous. I was like, oh my god, they didn't take it. Like, do I go back right now? Like, I was so embarrassed. Oh, but you my know, gosh. I just was like, oh, like some stuff moved around. Can you rewrite this? <laughs> you live and learn. I was like, you don't even know you're my first client right now. Like, I'm, like, I'm not telling you that though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So obviously, it's, and how are you building your team? I see you usually posting stuff about needing people for different things yeah. so how was how, how's that been yeah um so the first guy that i officially hired and was my founder or co-founder for a little bit um we met at a networking event mm-hmm. and then it just made sense because i was helping him with his startup at the time um and then who was our first hire 
Oh, our first hire was a girl that had just moved to North Carolina, found us on Instagram, and I didn't have any jobs open at the time. Didn't know I would even ever have a job open for anyone. Yeah. Um, but she wanted to get coffee. I'm like, I'm always down to meet cool, creative people, especially if you came across my, you know about my business from Instagram. Oh, are you Anna from the Creative Exchange? Like, what? Like, like what? That's crazy. So I got coffee with her, Kevin Touch, and then a couple months later, I'm like, we actually do need somebody. So she became our first hire. I'm actually getting lunch with her tomorrow. Um, we're still really good friends. Yeah, that's tight. And um, I mean, the only reason we lost her is because she needed a full-time job and I, I could only offer part-time at the time. But right. We're still really good friends. She's even taken meetings for us um, in North Carolina when I can't be here. No way. It's great. Yeah. So after that, we then realized we need to hire two more people for mm-hmm. some jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, just... I don't think we ever did the Indeed thing, like the very basic, because I'm like, you get everyone to apply for those jobs, say, and it's yeah. people that don't even understand anything. <laughs> um, so it's pretty specific on like posting with job, uh, college job boards. Um, but as of now, like recent, where we're finding people is like people that have randomly come across us somehow. But the best people I've gotten have been from, there's a recruiting site called planted.com. It's okay. actually based in New York. They're great. They've, oh, they've wow. actually, the new, I just hired some new people recently, and one of them came from there. Um, you have to be in the know to know about that site. Yeah, and like, I had no clue that. I it. want the people in the know yeah. to work for me. Yeah, yeah um, that makes sense. And there's another site called ilovecreatives.com. It's based out of L.A., but... Um, if, especially if you have a remote job or like a New York or LA job, it's really good to pull people from there because these are just creative people in the know hustling. And I'm like, that's who I want working for me. Yo, so that's crazy. That's they've awesome. been the best, but um, we do post about our jobs on like Instagram and my personal account, but I have a rule. I can't hire friends because um, you won't end up not liking me. Yes. Jacob's over there shaking yeah. his head. And this <laughs> so is, it's extremely true. Yeah. And yes. especially because like... I, I might try to cut you more slack or you think you can not work as hard, but I'm like, like I will be a B to you. Yes. If it's you like, don't do your if job. If you want to remain friends, yeah, we're not like working work together. I've hired friends as like assistants to help on random projects, one-offs, but like for yeah. a legit job, I can't. Um, <laughs> so I've, that's how I found the people was from those two websites have been the best. Um, and anyone else that's just applied through Instagram or something like, I don't know. Yeah, people just think they have experience, and I'm like, oh, like I'll interview you, and you have no idea what I'm talking about right now, because everyone thinks they know social media. Yes, and so they I get a lot of people. It, yeah. I get a lot of people that just like I have 10 years of social media experience. One, no, one woman put 15 years of social media experience. I'm like, social media, the, Facebook hasn't been out that long or whatever for whatever time she said. I'm just like, so no, like what are you even doing? You're just editing your resume for me. Like <laughs> <laughs> she meant MySpace yeah. and Zanga. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zenga was the best. Yo, like, shout out to Zenga. Zenga was oh my gosh. I'm surprised people only listen. It's like what is Zenga? I got some coding skills from Zenga. Absolutely coding yeah. those headers and backgrounds. Oh man, dude, I'm right there that with you. That was a business right there. People selling backgrounds and stuff. Yes. <laughs> Yo, so <laughs> that's amazing. I put me back in time. <laughs> Anyways, cool. So God is through. Like, because some people are probably still like, what this is a creative agency? So yeah. you get a you get you get a client. So guide us through the process of you, you know, starting from the ideas to the kind of end result. Yeah. It's so funny because we're reworking processes. Like, I feel like that's something that never ends is getting better at processes and reworking them and making sure like, not just getting the work done, but making sure the customer or client is always informed on what's going on and that they're continually happy because 
I mean, it's all learning experience. And as much as I want to think like we're the best creative agency out there and whatever, like that's where I figured out we can only work with certain clients Mm because other clients were never going to make happy no matter what we do. Mm -hmm. And having meeting with a client, we think everything on our end is going well. And then they tell us like it's not. And I'm like, that was never told to us before. Like it's just so many touch points. You have to realize like you have to ask people consistently too because they won't tell you. So other than like the client side on like making sure they're happy and, and excited about what you're doing, um normally again like a lot of people are referrals like our solid clients have been referrals they've heard about us from somewhere or they've come to us personally we do a lot of cold outreach um but i mean just generally not too much because i'm very particular on the brands i want to work with yeah um but somehow they come to us and it'll usually be like we have like a form they fill out they'll i'll kind of talk to them about like hey what are you actually looking for like or why do you want to be on instagram or you know, because a lot of people are like, oh, we need social media, but they don't understand why. And I'm yeah. like, well, what is our goal here? Because mm-hmm. I can make you a beautiful Instagram account and get you a ton of followers. But if I don't understand that you don't care about followers and want sales, like, <laughs> I'm doing the wrong thing. Yeah. So really making sure in the beginning, understand exactly what they're wanting. Um, and a lot of times they don't know what they want. So it takes a lot of time, like, mm-hmm. understanding that. So now doing this for three years. I've gotten very good at my proposals and it kind of gives them case studies, examples of what we've done for other people, a little bit about us and our team and our processes on how we work, Mm -hmm. um, and then an actual proposal and what that includes and what we provide them. So it's very in-depth and like I just, again, want to make sure they understand from start to finish what they're getting. Now, if we're talking about a normal client, what our services looks like is a social media strategy and management. So we create a strategy um, that really makes sure that we understand what their goals are, who their audience is, what type of content we can produce, what their paid ad funnel looks like, um, what influencer campaigns might look like for them. Literally everything that you can imagine as far as marketing and social media goes, that's included in our strategy. And then we implement that through our monthly management services. So that's actually creating all the visual content, creating the written posts, posting it, um, engaging with people, running ads, working with influencers, doing analytics, optimization, everything in that realm. So that's what we do on a normal basis. Some, a lot of new clients we're getting, they see our visuals and we just do photo shoots for them and they, they do social media in house. Those are fun. I love doing that. That's cool. We, that makes us have our hands on a lot of different brands that like we might not have done all the management for. Um, the only thing about that is if it's not consistent, like we can't count on that money coming in because the mm-hmm. social media clients, like we have like 12 month contracts. I'm like, okay, my bills are paid for the next 12 months. Yeah, <laughs> and this client <laughs> or this employee has a salary for the next 12 months or whatever. Um, so, but it, they're, they're so fun to work with different brands and like, even like working, that's how we can work with larger brands too. Cause we could do a one-off campaign or even pitch that to them. Yeah. So that's what that looks like. And then past that, um, just maintaining that relationship and hopefully like picking up more services with them or growing what they're doing. And, um, I'm really big on seeing success. So like whatever they want their KPIs to be. So if you don't know key performance indicators, um, making sure we're always hitting what they want. Because again, if we're not on the same page from the beginning about like, you say you want Instagram account, I'll make you a beautiful Instagram account. You get you a billion followers. But if that's not what you care about, like just making sure we're always on the same page. Yeah. Um, one thing we also do too is like, we're different. Like I try to make that clear on our website. I'm like, I'm not the person to dress up for work. I'm not going to dress up for our meeting. <laughs> I'm going to wear what I want. And cause this is who I am. Like consistently, yeah. 
Um, I have my tattoos. I have all my piercings and stuff. Like, I should. This is my business. I'm not going to change who I am because you're a client coming into here. Absolutely I don't want to say you're going to conform to what we do and how we do things, but I try to remind people. And we have literally a client user guide we hand over. And it's here's how to work with us. <laughs> and it says, like, here's how we communicate. Um, we obviously, like, implement their processes into what we do and make sure it's obviously going to work for them. Um, but especially a lot of the clients we work with, they've never worked with an agency before. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, here's how this communication process works. We're basically one of your team members and you just tell us everything you've got going on so we can all be on the same page. I'm like, I'm always open about communication. Um, uh, we're always open about what's going on and very transparent and remind, just trying to remind them because some people forget this. Mm -hmm. You are hiring us to be the social media expert. Some people hire agencies to get work done yeah. and cut through tasks. But I'm like, no, you're hiring us to do that. To, to do that, but you're mainly hiring us because we're the experts. So if you tell me to post five times on LinkedIn a day, I'm going to tell you no. Oh wow! But I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why and give you that explanation. <laughs> but some <laughs> clients will email us and they're like, "Hey, we want this posted on there at this time." I'm like. Okay, great. We can do that, but here's how we're going to do it. Yeah, we're not and doing it like that. And some yeah. clients don't like that because they feel like they're not in control of their business. But I'm like, again, you're paying us a premium. You're not paying an intern or someone in-house. Oh, yeah, You're paying yeah, yeah. us a premium. And I want you to get the best results from that because then if I do everything you said in the last five emails and it's our time for our quarterly analytics and you said, why is this growing? I'm like, because we did what you said yeah. and not the strategy we implemented and the somewhat of whatever year's experience I have. You know, like Absolutely. you're just paying me to check things off a list. So like, I'm very upfront about that. Like, I'm going to let you know, like, I'm, I'm not afraid to push back with the clients. And like, I think that's why I have an account manager now, because I'm not the person to fluff up an email. I have someone do it's that. to do it. Because not all clients <laughs> like how direct I am. And I have issues, not with employees, but like, I'm just very direct. But if you, if I sent you an email and, um. I don't know, like, you don't respond. I'm like, why did you, why didn't you respond? Yeah. I'll just say that. But some people are like, hey, like, just wanted to check in. How's everything going? I noticed you haven't responded to my email in five days. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> and it's like, hey. Where are you at? Why didn't you respond? What are you doing? I don't why have time. You... <laughs> like, why does it have to be fluff? But some people just need that and understand that's how things are. So yeah, we have absolutely. an account manager that fluffs emails. Because that's not, that's not my personality. And right, you're that'll drive me crazy, fluffing an email. Hey guys, this is Tristan Miller, the creative director for the Hand-to-Hand -hand Market, Greensboro's largest indie craft fair. On December 2nd, we will be hosting our 7th annual holiday market from 11 to 5 p.m. at Revolution Mill in the Wham Rev Gallery. I am very excited to bring this to you because we're going to have the best selection of handmade goods, vintage finds, and original art that you can find in Greensboro. So I hope to see you soon. To learn more about the Hand-to-Hand -hand Market, please visit www.handtohandmarket.com and you can find us on Facebook as well and Instagram. It's crazy how people think that take that as being or get offended by people who are very blunt enough. Yeah, front, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But that's very true. I mean, the wording means everything in those certain yeah. circumstances. Yeah. So that's pretty crazy. Okay. So watch out for <laughs> Anna. She's gonna like you know <laughs> throw a dagger at you. You know what I'm saying? Like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I was that friend that like people <laughs> love shopping with me because they're like Anna. If I come out of the dressing room and it's ugly, you will tell you me. You tell me. It's like and I'm like yeah because people like want to make you feel good. I'm like I'm not gonna like be mean. Yeah. I'm like no, that's not the best choice. Exactly. You know? Like and that's a good. I'm I think that's honest. great. That's yeah. perfect. Because I'd expect the same thing for me. Yeah. I don't want to be walking around with something in my teeth all day and no one feel comfortable enough to tell me. I'm like, 
It's not embarrassing. Tell me because it's more embarrassing that I've been doing this all day. And everyone's seen it. Up front, it's always better. And like, that's that's hard in business. And I've learned that. And that's why I have people to do it. Yeah, up fluff with. for you. But a that's who I am. And I just like, I'm, I don't really want to change, honestly. But <laughs> Absolutely. You shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. So, Brooklyn. Yeah. Gosh. So, yeah. Bushwick. The, oh, you're in, in Bushwick. Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, you just, is was it recent that you've had a office there uh three months three months so tell us about that it's not really yeah. transition because you still have one in raleigh but like yeah. that uh, that addition so tell us about that yeah so um and why i don't know like north carolina is a weird place and especially figuring out the types of clients we wanted to focus on and honestly i have my hand in every major city here like i either know people i've been there enough i understand what's happening in business in each city i didn't feel like the opportunities i wanted were here and I'm not going to sit around and wait for Amazon or somebody to come save the day in North Carolina. <laughs> I'm going to go find it. So yeah. um, before New York, I honestly kind of planted myself. I'm like, you know, D.C. is close. It's easily accessible. Mm-hmm. I went and basically got myself very involved in the creative community there, picked up some clients there, and now have a good presence there. A lot of everyone kind of knows who I am. I've never even lived there. Yeah. Like, it's insane. That's crazy. So... But still realize, I'm like, I don't have to live in D.C. to make it happen. But I think New York just felt like a place. You have to live there. I can't easily drive up and back on a weekend Absolutely or whatever. Not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to. Mm. Um, so New York was always a dream. Wanted to go there in college, but didn't want to pay for it. So um, just finally, it was like, you know, like my lease is ending here. We have a solid amount of clients here to where I feel comfortable moving or like not moving, but I got a three month lease to see if it'd work out. So basically took the took the leap and was like we're gonna invest in this have me spend three months here to see if it's something we can do see if i can pick up clients and see what happens um so honestly didn't tell many people about it because i'm like even though i know this could be temporary and the people i did tell them like it could be temporary like we're just gonna see if it's gonna work i didn't tell a lot of people because i don't want to i don't want to fail and i don't want to fail publicly yeah so it did work out i'm now permanently moving Went ahead and paid for an office space for a year. I mean, it's a co-working space, so I'm not afraid to turn it Yeah, but still, that's awesome. That's that's, that's huge. But went ahead and secured us a co-working space for the next literally 12 months. Um, Already have now hired three employees there. Awesome. I made stuff happen in three months. um, Because I'm like, this is my one chance. I'm a very risk risk or scary for me, but I'm a calculated risk person. Yeah. So I made sure I I had enough money, did the three-month thing hustled made it work and now i'm moving there permanently permanently um and now we have an office there i have employees there we have clients there that is so awesome and yeah. how and how's it been you say you have some clients and are they pretty cool to work with and yeah all that yeah so clients have been great like it's just a whole other ball game there um a lot of people here like they've had their business for a while and they finally want to you know do a little bit more on social media or have some content but there, I think people understand, like, marketing takes money, so they, they have bigger budgets, and obviously everything's more expensive there, so it kind of makes sense, the bigger budget. Um, they're really cool businesses that would have honestly never come out of North Carolina, mm-hmm. especially because a lot of them have come up from the, like, accelerator programs that are mm-hmm. there, and those that robust of programs just aren't here right now or not attracting that talent. Because, I mean, Raleigh, especially Raleigh, is really big on tech, yeah. but New York, like, they have they're really big on a lot of different industries so many (laughs) so what i've done in the last three months is really planted myself in the food and beverage community especially like food tech and like cpg brands and um these brands we're working with are like connected to pop sugar and like all these other big 
people and celebrities and stuff. I'm like, I just wouldn't, ha- I wouldn't have been in that reach within North Carolina. Um, so I've, I've loved learning about the brands there and getting to network there and picking up clients. Um, it's just a whole different ball game than it is in North Carolina. And I think I went at the right time and the company was developed enough that I feel very comfortable being there and like presenting myself. Like the second week I moved there, I went to this like thing where Dirty Lemon was there, like all the major brands in the cool food space. And at the end they were like, we have an open mic if anyone wants to come up here and tell us about themselves or pitch their business or ask for an internship. I got up and spoke in front of 300 people. I was like, hey, like we're a new creative agency. We just moved here. And I got, I got a client from that. No way. And they're my favorite. I mean, I don't have favorite clients. Oh, she gets, she almost, she almost messed up. (laughs) Shout out to Urban Lee. Yo, shout out. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I don't know. And then if I were to contact a company I'd want to work with, if I was in North Carolina, I'd be like, Hey, let's hop on a call. Yeah. Everyone's in New York. Yeah. I'm like, let's go get coffee. Like, let me come to your office and see how you create stuff or come to my office. You know, like, yeah, it's just so easy. Um, so yeah, that's that's where things are at. And that's I been good. I love that. It's crazy, and like it's, I feel like opportunities are so endless there. It is. It's insane. Every corner is probably some new, a new small business that needs some help. You know, and then like some amazing creators there. You know, you can kind of bounce ideas off of and all that. So it's insane because yeah. like it really is about who you know and where you're at, mm-hmm. and it's like. You know, I could I could go to New York a few times a month or a couple times a year, or whatever, and know what's going on. But you really don't. There's so much things you need to be there in person for, or like you need to have people on the ground letting you know what's going on. Like, just the physical fact of being there, it it changes the game. Yeah. And I'm I'm really happy I'm there because I wouldn't know about half the things if I lived here and tried to look up on the internet what's going on. You know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's crazy. So, and recently, once you had a workshop. Yeah, you were Will Smith. Oh, yeah. Was that a workshop? So, Rand, again, great thing about being in New York and being under 30. Yeah. First of all, um, advertising week is literally a week of advertising conference. I got a sponsor to add on Facebook a few days before it, and it was like $1,000, $2,000 a ticket. But it was like, if you're under 30, listen. Okay. If you're under 30, it was $250. I was like, I've got $250 in my bank account. This is a four-day thing only focused on advertising and social media with all the top agencies going to be there and Gary Vee and all my cool speakers that I've always wanted to hear speak and possibly meet be there. So I was like, you know, I'm going to work at night, clear my calendar for the next four days and go to this conference. I was crazy tired, but there's free coffee and food all day there. (laughs) Yeah, it looked Um, awesome. They had every celebrity there. Will Smith was there. Gary Vaynerchuk was there. Seth Godin was there. Emma Stone was there. Um, which they made, I mean, their speaking pieces were relevant to marketing and stuff, but I was just like sitting beside people at the top agencies that I've like admired for years, learned so much. Like I've been to other conferences and it's not worth it. But even when I get to the point where I'm above 30 and have to pay that $2,000, it's well worth a $2,000 ticket to go. Like the amount of information I learned, the people I connected with. The free swag you get from everyone. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, Twitter's there. Like, literally everyone is there um, and giving away stuff. It just made it so much worth it. And I'm like, if I wasn't in New York and didn't get this ad, like, you know, I, I would have never made it there. I would have never, never gone. Known. Yeah, Because exactly. if I was here, I then would have to pay for a plane ticket somewhere to stay and stuff. And, well, like, so yeah. it's just the opportunities and the free events that are in New York. Like, it's insane. I was going to ask you about that. There's probably a, a ton Free workout classes. Free, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's not fair. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. 
I'm so jealous. I mean, New York's is such a great place. I'll be there this weekend. Hope we can get up or yeah, whatever. But um, <laughs> gosh, that's crazy. But wow. So obviously, you can go so many different directions with uh, Creative Exchange. Yeah. Where do you eventually want to end up with it, or is yeah. there an end goal yet? Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if this is an end goal, but like a next five to ten years goal is I would like to obviously be a larger team. Honestly, don't really want more than fifteen people because I still want to be able to know everyone's name obviously and like and that's just maybe a dream for me right now but like i could change but you know have a small team or larger than what we have now but still small in general have our own office space that we build out that's really a connective or creative hub for people um similar to like low res studio is like I love them. They're out of Chicago, but they're really good at bringing the creative community together. They work with some dope brands. They create dope content. So be something like that in New York, like, I mean, really in Brooklyn, um, bringing the creative community together, but also like that's where our offices are. We have events. Like we let people co-work in our space. Just like kind of going back to the name, the creative exchange is like, I want to be an exchange of creative ideas, like bringing people together, not just creating for our team and for um, our clients, but like, how can we encourage people to do that um, in the community? And I think like giving creatives a home because like, it's kind of like that third place thing where like Starbucks is a coffee shop. It's called the third place other than home and work. And like, mm-hmm. there's other co-working in spaces and things like that. But I want to create that for us. And like, we're not just an agency, but we really care about our community. And like, this is personal to me, but kind of going back to the college thing, like so many people complain about hating their jobs. Yeah. People think I work a lot and I'm like, but I've never complained about working a lot. I just complain. I don't get enough sleep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a, I love what I do. Yeah. yeah. There's a big difference. Um, I'm very like big on, I want to help people find a job they love. I hate when people complain about it. So even, even just being a place where like, I want to help people get better at their creative craft so they can go get a job that they love to be at. Because honestly, like if, we're getting very basic. I just want everyone to be happy yeah. and get to do what they want to do and not be at a job for 10 years that they hate. Yeah. And I want my employees to think about when they come to work, we're just a cool gang of people doing cool creative shit and bringing people together and just having a good time. Even yeah. though we're getting paid and like, this is for cool clients and brands and stuff. Absolutely. Like that's, that's what the goal is going to be. And I don't know what that looks like yet, but yeah, that's where I want to be. That's cool. <laughs> it's crazy. I think the coolest thing about it is that you make it look very easy you oh know? gosh but you're, at the same time you're just like i'm tired all the time but i'm making it yeah. work and i'm happy at the end yeah. of the day you're happy which is yeah. so cool yeah um and obviously you've given up so you have so many jewels just one time interview but maybe give us some advice for people who are trying to kind of go this path yeah and uh you know the up and comings and all that yeah and the number one thing i see too and it's even friends that want to get into social media are not as much interested in what they started out doing in their career is um they always never have an experience for their job i'm like i didn't have any experience i just made it happen so like just going off the fake it till you make it situation um can definitely work but you just have to be confident in that and that you will be able to achieve it or at least know people that can help you along the way. Um, But the number one thing, especially for people wanting to get into social media, I'm like, you can go create and manage your own social media account and that'd be plenty of experience. The latest girl I just hired, like, I don't even know if I asked her if she even went to college. Like, I don't really care. Mm -hmm. But she has a um, famous travel blog with a really famous Instagram account where she works with brands and that tells me she knows how to manage an account authentically. She creates really cool visuals and content. She knows how to deal with brands and what that relationship um, and conversations, how those goes 
go down. And I'm like, she just created that for herself and it happened to blow up. And yeah. she put effort to it. I'm like, anyone, you can, first of all, if you want to get in social media, go ask a local business if they want help for free mm-hmm. and just do it. Yep. You can start a repost account where you repost travel content and that can be your experience. You what can is? invest in some paid ads and just learn that on your own. There's so many free websites out there. Like, mm-hmm. you just have to go do it. And people are like, no, I got to get a job and then learn. I'm like, no, get you a job to pay your bills and then do this you know, all the other time, like that you're not at work or even when you're at work if you have downtime, you know, like people absolutely. do that. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely do that. I, know I, do I can't that. tell you how many jobs I've done that at. Like, yeah, it's yeah. insane. Um, too bad for them. I hope people don't do that to me, but <laughs> you know, you know. Um, but like, and, and one thing about that too is like, with our employees, I'm very, like, open. I'm like, I hope everyone has their own passion projects because I'm like, obviously, you're working for mine right now, and, like, I'm happy to have – I want you to obviously take ownership, but, like, everyone still has to have their passion project their on their path. own. Yeah, exactly. Or, exactly. like, you will get burnt out working for the man. Yeah. <laughs> you and know? the man. Yeah. That's cool. But I mean, I've been working for you. It's very – as long as you're on your shit, it's very, it's, it's very pleasant. Yeah, I mean so. – We've done reviews and like I get like a little bit unexpected. I remember the first time we did it, I got some unexpected feedback. Not unexpected, but just like I just like why didn't you tell me this before? But it's always like they don't know how to handle me because I'm too direct with them. Yeah, and they don't know how to like they're like Anna's very open, but she's very direct, and they're like I've never had a boss like that. And I think they struggle with it, and I'm trying to figure out, okay, well, how can I bridge the gap from being a total shock from what they've had previously? Yeah. Um, but then also telling clients like this is how we are, and like. Maybe they'll, I don't want to say learn something from me, but like, why can't we all just be open and direct about everything? Like, I had to tell people, I can't read your mind. Just like having a, like a girlfriend or a boyfriend or something, like, you might give them hints, but I'm like, I need my employees to tell me when they're unhappy, because I'll definitely tell them when I'm unhappy, Absolutely. you know? Absolutely. So be yeah, direct. Yeah, so, I'll, yeah, anything with with being direct and just putting yourself out there and working hard, like, that's, that's my advice. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. It's been so great. And obviously, there's probably some things we didn't cover that if you have any questions, just hit Anna up because our content information is. Um, Instagram is my favorite at Anna underscore Sullivan 10. And then email is Anna at the creative exchange dot co. Do not put dot com dot co. <laughs> yes. Cool. I don't know and how many emails I haven't gotten because of that. <laughs> oh, oh, God, I bet you missed so many. People do all the time. They're like, <laughs> I'm like, I never got your email. And they're like, I wonder why. I'm like, did you put .com? And they're like, yes. Yeah, I assumed. Yeah. I'm like, no. It says .co. I didn't make a typo. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. But, yes, if you have any more questions for Anna, I'm sure a lot of you are like, oh, wow, I didn't think of any of that. I didn't know an agency even existed. Please hit her up. And hopefully this interview has been very helpful because I've, I've loved it. This is no, crazy. thank you You so know, much. I've always wondered how agencies worked. You know, because all the ads you see, like, everywhere is, like, usually it's not necessarily the company to do it. There's someone that hired, like, the exchange, creative exchange, who does it for them. Yeah. You know, a lot of background work. So, that's awesome. Thank you for all this information. It's been Thank great. Thank you. This has been great. Of course. And we caught you while you were in North Carolina. <laughs> 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 Which is the, the best thing ever. And you happen to be here doing so many different things. So, thank you for making the time for us. And, yeah, that's it. Thank you. Cool. So follow Free Pizza everywhere. We're we're on all the things. Speaking of social media, <laughs> we're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. So hit us up. And yeah, follow the Creative Exchange. See what they're doing. All the foods, all the juices. <laughs> and if you're a small business, hit them up ASAP. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>